welcome. Today's Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, the author of the best-selling book, The Child Whisperer. This is an awesome book. I'm grateful I was given the chance to write it. And thank you to all my child whisper parent child whispering parents that are tuning in today. I've got a great topic I want to talk to you about. It's especially great time of year to be talking about this, which is are the things you think are important really important? I'm going to give you a easy process to discern that because I can't answer that question. Only you can answer that question for yourself. And when you take into consideration the four types of children, and we'll be talking about that, some things that you need to consider that may need to mix it up between your children because we do parent true to our own nature first. Today's episode is sponsored by Oceans Alive, which is a great supplement that helps you get the micronutrition that so many of our foods lack nowadays, even fresh foods. Unless you're eating really seriously farm-to-table diets, it's very difficult to get the micronutrients that our body, that our brains and our bodies need. So check out Oceans Alive at thechildwhisper.com slash plankton. I take it every day. And if you're tuning in on Facebook, welcome my Facebook fans. I go live the first 10 minutes of every podcast, and then I switch on over to my podcast platform. And you can call in today with a question at 377, make sure I get this number right, 347-347-677-1963. And I am going to be gifting a to the first caller that calls in today, a book bundle. Yes, you're going to get a copy of The Child Whisperer, a copy of It's Just My Nature, and a copy of The Longstanding, Life-Changing, Remembering Wholeness, one of the first books I published. So you can call in. You have to have a question or a success story to be today's winner. And if you like that giveaway, thanks on Facebook for giving me some hearts and likes. I appreciate that. And I do not answer questions on the Facebook portion of the podcast. So if you write a question in a comment, you either need to call in with your question or you can email it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. But today's topic is how do, is it really important? The things I think are important, are they really important? Now, the first thing to consider is You really need to know your own type of the four types because there's a lot of things that you're going to preference in your parenting approach due to the fact that your nature is going to kick in. It just is subconscious. And so if you're a type one, you're going to, if you're living true to it, there may be some things. This is where type one parents, type one mommies especially, get caught. You're probably doing a lot of things that you were told are important that really aren't, that are causing your life to be heavy that are causing you to feel weighed down, you know, that you're not having enough fun and keeping it light and you're so serious more than is appropriate for you. And so I, are the, you know, examine that. Does it make you feel heavy if you're a type one parent? There are some things that are required, eating, bathing, taking care of our clothing, you know, hygiene, household, domestic things, but, You know, there's a way to do that that keeps it light and fresh for you. And what are you requiring of yourself that's making your life heavy? And are you approaching it in a way that's true to your nature so that it can feel light and fresh to you? Because a lot of it's in the approach rather than the doing it or not doing it. It's your approach. 
And so you can make something in your life that is important to you, that's weighing you down, change your approach as a type one so it's light and fresh to you because then you'll be drawn to it and motivated. Now, as a type two parent, you may worry a lot about things that aren't really important to worry about. There's only, you can only worry about the future or the past. Very rarely do we spend time worrying about the present moment. So it's really important to bring yourself back into present moment awareness and realize, you know, in your prayerful approach to life and calling on God, calling on your angels to assist you in anything that you really deem important, worrying will not help any. We tend to think um, that if we worry about something, we consider it to be more important. And so worrying does not make something more valuable or important. So check yourself on your practice of worry to see if you're using that as a way to give value to something when you can just create value, value something, make it important. And then are there things in your life that really aren't important that you're overly worried about? And so you can go through that and just kind of go um, check in with yourself to say, how important is this really? You know, am I concerned and worry are very different. I wrote a blog post about this on the former um, blog I ran called the Carol blog, which we've retired, but I taught the difference between worry and concern and being um, considerate of things. And there's a big difference because of the stress factor. So if something's really important to you, then call forth the things in your life, uh, manage it in a way so that worry doesn't have to be a part of it in there and check the things that maybe aren't important that you're worrying about, drop those so you can drop the worry as well. Now, type threes, we tend to push through life and we want to stay busy and we go, 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 and we're on our feet a lot and we're moving quite a bit. And so we'll think things are important when it comes to results. Now, how many of those results are critically important? And is your family operating by your personal energy system, meaning they're just in overdrive because you have natural, your natural movement is not their natural movement and it will feel like overdrive and a bit frantic for them. And so in your process of looking at what's important, check in with your results orientation to say which results in my family are really the most important and what, which are just important to me that are not so important for my family. See, there's a difference there, big difference. And I've been able to be discerning about that. This is important to me, but I don't have to make it important to my entire family. And I think that'd be true for all four types of parents. And I see some heart, some likes coming up on that one. You know, if something's important to you, does it need to be important for everyone in your family? Can it just be important to you? But does everyone else have to have that value applied to it? And that will be discerning for you as well to look at that so that you can free your family up to live their truth and come together as a family energy system rather than running by your energy system. And then type four is in their approach to life. You know, there's a lot of... Um, just in the process and efficiency. Efficiency is very important to type fours. And so efficiency and structure and things being orderly and balanced, you have a natural approach to life that way, which is very beautiful in a family system because there's a lot of to-dos in a family system, a lot of things to manage, a lot of um, timelines and schedules and execution. And so you're going to be an uh, efficiency expert in that regard. But again, if you're if you're inclined to require everyone to operate at a level of efficiency and structure that's not true to their nature, and you think that's important, again, your family's going to get stressed and then start to not kind of 
you know, back away from those things and say, I don't want that to be important because it was, I felt it was overly important to my parents. You know, they gave too much importance to this. And so again, in that balance of, you can really reduce what's really, really important in life to a few things, I believe. And the other things are meant to support our well-being, our general health, our spiritual development. You know, you're looking at your spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical development that you're influencing and supporting a child developing in. You know, examine yourself and just say, if it's causing stress, either your approach needs to change or you need to let it go and not value it as much. Maybe you just need to modify the value. It's not, again, a type four will look at life as all or nothing where I just got to get rid of that. Maybe you do. And so maybe in discerning now, uh, the number one step, and let me give you just a few steps here as we wrap this up. The number one step is the things that you believe are important, are they adding joy to your life or causing you stress? Well, if they're causing you stress, now say, okay, Either it is really important or I just have to decide it's not important and let it go. And if it is really important and you've really decided it has value for you and your family, then how can you change your approach to it so it becomes a joyful experience and it's not something that is added stress to your family? You know, I find it interesting, and I'll wrap up with this thought. I'm broadcasting this live um, the, we're just, we wrapped up Thanksgiving here in the United States, and thank you um, for all your well wishes and thank yous that we've been receiving here at Live Your Truth, and I hope you had a wonderful holiday with your family, and it's interesting now we're moving into, for many of us, it's Christmas time, and there's holidays that we're celebrating, and what I find fascinating is mothers, we don't quit doing what we normally do day to day, we just add a whole bunch more stuff during this time of year. And so we're now packing it on, you know, we've had 20 to 30% more to do than our life because we got the holidays. And so again, um, how, try and modify that to a point where I taught, and you can find this blog post on the childwhisper.com where I talk about um, how to choose family traditions and choose them in a way that it brings joy to your life rather than added stress because we have a tendency, every type, every mom has a tendency to overdo it. And this time of year, especially, it's a really good question to ask yourself. And you can even make that a prayerful question to say, dear God, help me to know what's not important that I believe is. Help me to see that, to be in tune with that, to be aware, to be, to be shown that. And that I can, you know, rearrange what my priorities are and what I value so that it's, again, our family is thriving and our family is just having a beautiful experience because you can create your own reality and help your family create your own reality amidst the bigger reality that we're all part of. You can carve out what you want to experience in life. So ask that question. Make it a prayerful matter, especially this time of year as you're busier than ever is what I consider important, really important. And check in with those steps that I gave you today. I'm going to shoot on over to, we're going to drop off our Facebook podcast. I want to thank everyone for tuning into Facebook again. I don't answer any questions that come in through Facebook comments when it comes to the Child Whisper. They're all done here on the podcast. But you can call in at 347-677-1963. And I'm going to be answering, um, I'm going to share a great success story from a mom that sent it in. And my first question I'll be answering is, my four-year-old daughter wants me all to herself. She's a type two and does not approve 
uh, her father and her sister. Hence, she doesn't let me. She doesn't let me hug them or be with them, and doesn't let them talk. Let me talk to them. She throws a huge fuss if she sees me hugging any one of them. Please help. Mom is a type one. I've got more questions. I'll be answering your questions as well. I've got live callers calling in. Call in at three four seven six seven seven one nine six three. See you later on Facebook and keep listening. I've got up in the copy above this video, you're going to see a link to continue listening, or you can call in and listen on your phone. So my success story for today came in from a mom who shares, I wanted to declutter our four-year-old son's Hot Wheels collection. He is a type four, as am I. So rather than tell him that we were getting rid of his toys and removing any authority for him, I appealed to his need for efficiency when we were cleaning up. If there were fewer cars, it would take less time to clean. Would you like to pick which ones you're willing to donate? We can work on it together tomorrow afternoon. He agreed to my surprise. He asked me in the morning if we could get started, and we made it through the process without any arguing. Kudos to you, Mom, and as you know, as a type 4, the same energy type as your son, that that would have been your preference as well as a child and, and honoring him. So thank you for giving him that kind of love and support, even as a little boy. He's only four years old, but let me tell you, it makes a difference from the go that these children get acknowledged for their true nature. I've got another question that came in. Um, well, my first question, my four-year-old daughter, I just read this, let me repeat it. My four-year-old daughter wants me, mom, all to herself. She's a type two and does not approve of her, approve her father and sister. Hence, she doesn't let me hug them or be with them and doesn't let me talk to them. She throws a huge fuss if she sees me hugging anyone of them. Please help. I don't, she's only four. Okay, so, you know, my, this is my, my thing on, this isn't a child you can reason with considerably. If she were 14, you could have a talk about this. You could, like, find out what's really going on here. What, what is it? You know, what are you, what's hurting you? Why does this make you upset? You can't. She's four years old. She's too little. And uh, again, you want her to be happy. So you got to look at your motive here is a, is a, in your nature. Your nature is, I want my child to be happy. And so you're going to be thinking you need to accommodate that, which you know isn't correct to accommodate her. It's unreasonable, nor does her four-year-old brain have any capacity to even consider what she's asking of you there's something else going on here there's some some stress factor and any attention to this is going to give her more support for saying this is a appropriate outlet for you to release your stress and so if this were my child and this is a four-year-old daughter of mine and I would just comfort her and say I acknowledge you know I come over and I probably give her a hug and say I know you're upset and it's appropriate that um, you know I love your dad and your sister, and I wouldn't give it much attention. See, as long as you give it attention and really try and work it out with her and soothe her or talk to her, talk her out, talk it out with her, try and help her understand, you're giving it attention. So her subconscious mind is saying, this is an outlet for relieving my stress. Now, I don't know what her other stress is. But that's a question that I teach for you and the child whisper. So make sure you read the type two section again. 
read the, and if you're, you're a type one mom, you're going to jump around in things, make sure you really read it. There's something else going on here, but I would give this no energy and just, I would give her acknowledgement that she's emotionally upset by just saying, I can see you're upset. They're there. Everything's fine. I love your sister and your dad just as much as you. And I'd move on. I would not try and get her to understand it. Then I'd pray about what's the real stressor here. I'd read the type two section again, and I'd ask to have that insight given to me. What's going on with my child that they're getting upset and they're using this as the vehicle to relieve their stress because it's really not about this. So those are the steps I would choose to go through. This were my child as a child whisperer. My next question how do I parent a type 14? And if you're calling in, you need to actually press number one on your phone. And if you are the first caller for today that comes on the line, um, we'll be giving you a book bundle. And I apologize. I, always, I am always remembering to say when you call in, press the number one on your phone. I remember this detail. I'm really good at it. See, that's what I do when that's an example of I almost. I almost said, I always forget this. And I went, I'm going to create more of that if I declare that in this moment. I'm going to declare that I'm remembering. I'm remembering. In fact, we're going to put it in our, I, get a, I have a script I follow each podcast episode. We're just going to add it there. Press number one on the phone. And I remember. And look, the whole switchboard lit up now because I shared that with you. Thanks for your patience with me. Another email question, how do I parent a type 14 without compromising my role as a parent, especially when I'm worried she'll harm herself? My daughter's almost 15. In the past, when things don't go the way she thinks they should, she panics and manipulates things and, pe and people to get things the way she wants. She has recently taken desperate measure by trying to commit suicide. How do I help her without give, giving in to her every desire for fear she'll hurt herself, type 2 parent? Well, if you have a child that's tried to commit suicide, I hope you're getting some count, some help. There's a issue going on here bigger than just um, she rebelled and didn't do the dishes. That's a serious matter, and I've been studying a lot about the brain. I've read, um, I'm very interested in the the brain's uh, the brain as a powerhouse, and it sounds to me that she's got some things going on. I highly recommend you read the book. Change Your Brain, Change Your Life by Dr. Daniel Amen. Um, I'd even try and find someone in the area that you live that's trained in his methodology and you can find on his website. He has clinics, six of them around the country. Uh, I've gone to them, one of them personally, and my husband and I did the SPECT brain, brain scans. And uh, something bigger going on here. So this is beyond, you know, your question how do I help her without giving to every desire for fear she'll hurt herself? The thing that's going on for her, though, if she's gone into the pattern of manipulating things and people, she doesn't feel she has a right to her own authority, which is built up over the years because you haven't known this the bulk of her life. Again, when you have a type 14 that's 15, you've, she hasn't been given that advantage and your parenting approach has not honored her sense of authority. So this goes way back, you know, probably five, seven, eight years that she's learned. I've got to manipulate things to feel like I have any control in my life. And so does she know she's a type four? Have you read the type four section in the book together? Have you apologized for not knowing this early in her life that she'd even 
feels she needs to manipulate things. Have you taken accountability for your role in it that because of, and no fault to you, there's no guilt here and there's no, but it's just what happens. This is a product of a lack of knowledge and an ability to parent her in a way that supports her in having of her own authority. And again, there's a collective effort in that. I don't just say hand your type four child's life over to them. They need parents. They need guidance. They need support. They need to have a say in a cooperative, collaborative experience with their parents to work things out. That doesn't always get their way. It means they're at least respected for the fact they have a right to an opinion because they have opinions. And so you got to dial this back and, and start to heal something that's been going on for several years. And actually, you have to manipulate things in order to have a right to your choices. And I don't want you to have to do that anymore. I want things to, you know, I want to change as your parent. I want to approach it differently. I want us to have a more open, honest conversation. Are you interested in that? You treat her like an adult. She needs to be respected like an adult. A type 4 15-year-old can have adult-type conversations. Let's go to our phone lines. I've got my first caller, Jennifer, on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. You are the book bundle winner today. Congratulations. Yay. I'm so excited. Do you have these books? Are there any of them going to be new for you? Um, I have some of them on Audible, so I've listened to them, but I would love to have them in paper copy because I love books to hold and mark up and whatnot. So. Yeah, these are, these are underlining books typically, so that'll be great. Yes. Well, I'm glad that will be a nice gift for you. Give, um, go ahead and email support at liveyourtruth.com with your name and shipping, and we'll make sure you get these. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yeah. If you've got a question about a three-year-old boy who's a type one, watches too much TV and doesn't sleep through the night. Yes. So my type one son, I love him so much. And I have thought about, you know, creating, you know, activities for him to do during the day. I mean, I am a type two mom, so I like to plan stuff and think, oh, that will be great. But I feel like anytime he's bored, he just wants to go watch TV. And when I don't think about something else to do, then... I he's you know goes back to that so because he can he turn it on himself um yes he can um I mean he usually asks me so I guess I have that control to say no yeah I would go for it a three-year-old you should be able to control if it goes turns on or not you know yeah does he go out and have social time with friends does he get out of the house does he have play dates does he have classes he can, does he have anything going on outside your home? Not really other than church on Sundays because we've been yeah. in the middle of moving different places and we're, we're just looking for a new place right now. So I'm hoping to get him into something like that, but I'm typically, I like to um, do play dates with like my friends and their kids and I, um, he, just he, haven't he, had he, that he, lately the, in the last the couple months. This is he's bored. Because there's not enough movement in his life. And the TV yeah. gives the movement. He's bored and he doesn't have enough movement. And so a play date with a friend that he can look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs something to look forward to. Okay. 
Do you? Do I need to feel pressured to yes, go to the play dates with him? I've never actually asked anyone to be like, hey, can my kid come over and play? You know what I mean? Well, that sounds like what that looks like is, hi, I'd like to, can we set up a play date? Um, we'll exchange. I'll drop my child at your house. And then let's set up a date where you can do the same at mine. Okay. They don't want, the mom doesn't want anything in the round. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what are you doing you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, a play date for your okay. kid is where you're basically drop. you know, they're going to each other's home. Okay. You know, for even, even an hour. But see, the situation is he's, he's, he's resorting to the television because it's entertaining because he's bored. Yeah. Yeah. He's just bored. As a three-year-old so, little type one, he's bored. There's not enough high movement. And even planning, if it gets too predictable, see, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, it feels very um, structured for a type one child. And that'll wear him out even more, too, having play dates. <laughs> that. Okay. So try I that out. direct the play. Okay. Thank you. And I, I and think you're going to see. Question... Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I gotta take another grab another caller. So thanks for calling in today okay. and enjoy the book. Thank you. You're welcome. Heidi is on the line. Hi, Heidi. Hey there. You're a type one. I am. You have a four year old type three boy. Yep. Okay. And so I'm I'm struggling to get him to kind of to, to do things on his own. And I think I've come down to the fact that because of his type three nature, he wants to do it fast and quick and just kind of get it done with. But I can do things like get him dressed and put his shoes on faster than he can. And so he, he continues to rely on me and I'm trying to find ways for, to give him positive reinforcement so that he can do things by himself. And he's not really responding to a lot of stuff. You know, with my older kids who are different energy types, I could, you know, fist bumps and high fives and well done and, you know, toss over hair and stuff. But he's not, I don't know, he's not responding to anything. So I was wondering if you had any ideas of how I could get him moving towards independence in some areas where he developmentally should be independent right now. <laughs> yeah, lighten your load too, huh? <laughs> You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So, does he um, pick out his outfit for the day? Or are you like, is he given that? You know, type three yes. kids. Like my daughter-in-law, my daughter whose son is a type three. She did. She, we, sh- I shared this on a previous episode. She, she used it in the situation of just she needed a break from him when he was about this age and she needed a motivator. So she gave him rocks and those rocks represented cashing in for things. And when he didn't do certain things, he got rocks taken away. It got removed. And that really motivated him because he wanted what those (laughs) would get him. And he knew, and they were just this different thing, you know, simple things. Don't make that complicated. So that was interesting mm-hmm. to me that the reinforcement came from, you know, he would, he would lose it rather than being some kids actually in type threes. Um, that's a variable because you're trying to reward him, but you're rewarding him with something that's kind of like meaningless to him. So giving him a rock mm-hmm. or something that's physical that has value towards something that will, I would think, motivate him. Okay. I figured I'd I, I use. I'm sorry. 
No, go ahead. I was going to say, I've used sticker charts before, and those will work to a certain degree because he likes to be able to run downstairs and put a sticker on the chart. Yeah. But there is no consequence if he doesn't do things independently that he can do because it's, you know, hard to peel yeah, a sticker yeah. off of a little chart. So the rocks I like because then it's like, yeah, okay, that's if a good idea. Then it's this, not then you take a rock. Yeah, then the, then the consequence becomes uh, you lost this rather than you're, you're getting upset. Mm-hmm. I like that. A lot of times, you know, parents, that's the consequence children deal with is an upset parent where this is like, mm-hmm. well, you didn't do it. So give me your rock. <laughs> and now you just lost yeah. some value there. So try that out. I think cool. that might help him. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you, Carol. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Alicia's on the line. She's a type one mom. Hi, Alicia. Carol. you got an eight year old type two. You homeschool. You also have a business. You got a lot going on. Yes. I know your world. <laughs> I know. This is why I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> what, what do you need help with? Well, I've only been homeschooling for um, and like eight months. She had some bullying that, you know, necessitated to bring her home. So my business has like totally changed because of it. Yeah. Is that working out and for her to be homeschooling? Do you feel, still feel that's the right, that's the correct decision? Um, for for now, still, yes. She still uh-huh. is really anxious around other people, so she's still healing. Yeah. It's getting better. Definitely yeah, improving. That's good. Well, that really showed her you really care. I mean, you don't want that. I'd be really sensitive to that, too, though, that you don't want Make sure you give her the care and concern when things are going well so she doesn't have to subconsciously create upsets to get your attention. Mm, yeah. You know, because you get busy. And if she's yeah. a type two, she'll she'll run that pattern to say, well, my, you know, I worked with a lot of clients through the years that illness represented more care from their parent. You know, there had to be some problem in their life for their parent to notice them. Yeah, and that's what ran that pattern was just like, well, you gotta, you know, you your system believes you need this because you're gonna you're gonna be ignored without it. So just make sure you're not not help, you know, supporting that playing out. Yeah, well, you know, I've almost completely stopped my business just so I can pay attention to her more. And it's like maybe that was the manifestation before because I was so busy. Yeah. She's like, because subconsciously, she's going to go, oh, this is working. So yeah, this is getting required. You know, this is required in order. Do you do any of the tapping or the energy healing work that I teach? Yeah, I do. Are you a member of my lifestyle members community where I release no. the tapping videos regularly? And that might be worth your investment, um, too. That's only $13 a month. But I have a lot of healing sessions in there, and it really gives you the understanding of the protocol. Like, she might not feel confident about her being a type 2. It would be good for her to doing some of these clearings. I'd have that she's old yeah. enough to have this conversation with you and say, you know, let's, in a real honest, caring way to just say, this may have occurred and because I wasn't giving you enough attention. I, you know, I certainly don't want you to be and upset the rest of your life we need to flip this around and she may feel some insecurities about being a type two there's some really good i have a clearing in there called i don't like my type for each of the four types it's all the things that are deemed weakness that you know they see as flaws i think she'd benefit a lot from that that um support as well 
so that she'd get mm-hmm. on the other side of this and then you'd both get in a healthy place and, and create a whole different routine together. Awesome. So that would be my recommendation for you. I appreciate you calling in with that. I've got another um, email question that came in. This one, I recently discovered I'm my type two 17 year old son has been viewing pornography for the past two years. I'm a type three and I'm struggling with helping him. He wants to stop and I want to help, but I feel like I'm pushing him too much. I want to fix it now. How can I honor his slower movement yet help him to heal at the same time? Um, I dealt with this. I actually had a similar type two son. I'm a type three mom. And I got really like, I had to, I had to get like past my kind of freaking out, you know, nerve scary. There's a lot of, Oh no, scared. And I even said to him, I had to get like pretty chill about the whole thing and just like, Oh, and I, you know, I had to create an open dialogue to say, I'm not, if you react with any kind of disdain or shock or upset, they're not going to talk to you. What you want is an open conversation because you want to kind of, you want to, what I'd call bleed this thing out, you know, let it just, just, and what's, what's really behind that? You know, what's behind, what's driving that? What attention has he not gotten in his life? Um, what sexual issues is he dealing with that need to be addressed? Um, I don't know where you live. I have a great sex therapist that's in Utah, Mark Malin. He would probably, I would check him out. Um, Mark Malin, just Google that, M-A-L-A-N. He's an awesome guy, and uh, there's something going on here. I think that would help a lot. And I even offered with my son to sit down and watch it with him. You know, let's defuse this. Let's just like uh, take the energy off this thing. But there's something else in, in almost there, you know, there's something else that's going on that would provoke that. And that's where the, uh, someone that really, and, and Mark Malin's a type two, and he's just a really gentle, caring man and, and highly schooled in all of this conversation. So if you're, he might even do Skype. I don't know if he does Skype or phone sessions, but that's very viable these days, but you can look him up through Google. So check that out. Another question that came in, uh, I'm a type one mom and tend to be a carefree parent. My type three teenager tends to take over parenting his siblings. He's 16. He has a seven year old brother and a three year old sister. I've tried talking to him about letting me be the parent, but I get the feeling he doesn't think I'm doing enough as a parent. How do I help him let it go and let me be the parent? His younger siblings are a type four and a type one. I'd ask him those exact questions you've asked me. I'd say to him, I want to talk to you. I really appreciate the effort you put in here. I really show forth some appreciation and gratitude that he's even, that he cares. The fact that he cares. I mean, that's a huge thing. You've got a, you've got a um, teenager that maybe not in a healthy, effective way, because he can't parent. He's not the parent, but the fact that he, cares or there's some care that he wants something different so they're caring and is driving that even though it's not coming out the way you want it just say uh, I want to talk to you about something I noticed this um I want to work this out with you and do you think that I'm not doing enough as a parent instead of just saying to him you know I'm the parent I don't know and don't do this publicly with the other siblings in the moment these are private conversations um, and work it out. Start working on shifting this. And he might have some good feedback for you. You say he's a type three, he's a secondary four. He might have figured some things out 
you know, type threes are really practical with a secondary four, highly efficient. He could give you some tips, maybe. <laughs> say, you know, I'm a carefree parent. Uh, but what are you noticing? Create some value around this rather than it just being a problem. There's some value to extract from this, so it's not just a problem. Another, um, Robin is on the line, who's a type four with a 15-year-old type one daughter. Hi, Carol. And, hi, Robin. Thanks for calling in. How um, can I help yes. you? Um, um, I am a type four mom and with secondary three, and I have a type one 15-year-old daughter who is living in her type two secondary nature. Um, as a child, um, she was she had a lot of problems reading and was diagnosed with binocular vision disorder, which we went through therapy. She had an IEP. Um, she struggled a lot to learn to read, but yet she fought really hard to get good grades. And this last year, she's been released from her IEP. Everything, she tested out of everything. She gets pretty much straight A's. Um, and um, she's still struggling with people thinking that she's stupid. She's in high school. She plays sports. Um, she play, She's a freshman, and she made both the JV and the soccer team and the JV basketball team. Okay, does she know about energy profiling? Does she know about the four She types? does. We, we talk okay. about this all the time. It's okay, a have, you seen my, um, <laughs> have you seen my most recent makeover with Gina, who's a very soft, uh, very um, pretty soft-spoken type one? Okay, it just no, came out last week. Go to caroltuttle.com and check out the okay, makeover I, with Gina, and you're going to see the softer side, the quieter side of a type one. And she was pretty wounded okay. as a kid, so she, you know, was always overriding it. But start noticing where does she let it come out? Because when I worked with Gina, I said, you know, we're, we're, we, we put a lot of attention on her work um, environment because she wanted, that was the issue, is dressing true to her nature, dressing type one in um, her workspace. And I said, you know, with your, where are you true to yourself? Where do you just be yourself? And she said with her friends, certain friends. And I said, so you do let yourself live this. And so, you know, you're not completely denying it. You know, it is there. And so there's got to be places in your daughter's life that she feels safe to live it. The other recommendations I have is, is she dressing her truth? Um, we try. I have all the stuff. We've gone through it. But I think so she still has. Well, now you have all more four courses. Yeah, and that's an opportunity for her to learn it for herself and go through it. And I'd probably back off this a little bit, considering you're a type four. It could feel a little overwhelming, you know, like it's getting heavy versus this is fun. It's, is this fun? Are, are we having fun with this experience? Yeah, type fours reading something doesn't always feel fun to a type one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's even saying, oh, I think they're type one, and I think they're type two. So she's she's in it. I think it's helping her support her how she yeah. approaches people. But time. And then the healing really struggles with the, the friend part of it, the fun the part healing, of it. The, are you a lifestyle member? Um, no, but I'm going to be. Yes, because I know we've been through. It's on the tapping and stuff like that. So yeah. you put on Facebook with her and stuff like that. Yeah, but those but are very generalized. stupid, and that's the part that yeah, I can't she needs to do those know how to support her. 
Yeah. Yeah. Those clearings in there, like I don't like my type and there's a lot of good stuff in there that she well, can use. And... She wants to live in a type one energy, but That's it's good. The, then it'll happen. Um, the negativity and not having a voice, people like talk over her, which is really a type two energy. And we've done the throat, like where you tap on the throat and all of that kind of stuff. Just give her more time. Like you're just okay. trying to get this thing fixed right now. <laughs> Working on this stuff. Well, that's a... <laughs> yeah, years. I know. It's breaking my heart. It's breaking my heart. Oh, no, I this see is life. How much pressure she puts on herself. And I know, but you know, what good does that do to break your heart? You know, which is impossible to do anyway. But um, what I'm saying is, thank goodness she knows this now and she's not 40. You know, how many, you know how many type ones that don't even see themselves in my system because of the shame yeah. they've carried for 40 years? It's, it's the most chronic thing I deal with on Facebook. I don't know. I think I'm, I don't know. I've been doing this for three, four years. I hear it it's every week. I see posts from type ones. So celebrate the fact that your 15 year old daughter is discovering this now. What a gift. Cause it's, you know how many type one children don't have this information. So there's nothing that should be breaking your heart over this. It's all a blessing. And she's just going through the process that, that's what healing looks like. So she's doing great. And so are you don't, 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 there's no perfect way to do this. Just, you know, (laughs) I try, but it'll never happen. I've come to that conclusion. Guess what? The way you're doing it is perfect. Otherwise it would look different. So you're doing well, and the job. great thing is, is we're very, very close. So she tells yeah, me everything. That's so and wonderful. So I, I need to, you know, help her support that. But I, I'm just kind of stuck right here with this, with you know. Yeah, I want to move on to another caller, but listen to this again. I've given you lots of insights. I think you could use some of the clearings that I put out on lifestyle because the fact that you keep going back to I'm stuck. So thanks for calling in. I'm going to take one more quick caller. This is Rachel, who's a type 1 also. You have a 3-year-old type 1 son. I do. And, and I just want to say, Carol, I love what you said to that last caller. That was so oh, awesome. Oh, thank you. But anyway, thank you. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> Give me your question real quick, and I'm going to yeah. and answer it because we're going to go off in a few minutes. So I'll Great. give you yeah. my rapid-fire answer. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so I have my type 1 three-year-old son, and, you know, he's very concerned with my happiness. And so occasionally when he does something that I prefer him not to do, like say he ends up, you know, being a little bit too rough with his little sister, I'll kind of give him a look and say, please don't do that, you know, in a pretty calm way. And then he'll, he'll back off, and then moments later he'll say, Mama, are you happy, Mama? Are you happy? And I remember in the child whisper, Jenny kind of doing some version of this, and you saying, you know, honey, you're not responsible for my happiness. Yeah. But because he's three, I don't think he'll get that. So what is a, what is an age-appropriate response for me okay. to get him? The, I would just respond to it with, I am, and thank you so much for caring, and move on. Change, you know, spontaneity, change the attention. Thank you for caring. Yes, I am happy. Are you happy? Find out if he's happy. Maybe he wants to, <laughs> maybe he's telling you he's not. But I would just make it real, a quick turnover and just respond, honestly. Yep, I'm happy. And thank you. Thanks for obeying mommy. And don't ever attach the thanks for obeying mommy. That makes me happier. <laughs> that again, that's reinforcing what you don't want to reinforce. And I know you know that, but that might just come out accidentally. 
So thanks for all of today's callers. We are excited this week on Facebook. Make sure you follow me on facebook.com slash Carol Tuttle. We have our next DYT fashion show happening this week. We're doing it Friday. We've got some great new items. The Carol sale is coming up. It's the biggest sale of the year. In fact, you want to make sure you subscribe to my email list at caroltuttle.com or thechildwhisper.com or dressingyourtruth.com. They all go to the same place now. We are going to be putting the Child Whisperer on sale. I think we decided we're going to put it on sale for was either 10 or 15. I think it's 10 bucks. One day only sale. I don't know the day that's coming out, but you will be notified in an email. So make sure that you get signed up to my email list so you can get notified. Join me next week. I'm going to be in Orlando, Florida. There are still some seats available. Go to facebook.com slash Carol Tuttle. You'll find the link to Eventbrite. It's only $25. I'd love to meet you at the Florida event. Thanks for tuning in. The last week's blog post, How to Minimize Meltdowns for Every Type of Child, is now live on the site. Check that out. You can follow me on iTunes, itunes.com slash Carol Tuttle. Thanks for listening, everyone. I will talk to you in the next live podcast.